that would fill 1,280 baths. 1.4 million performers. Whoa. Roughly the equivalent of six and a half Olympic-sized swimming pools. The number of bricks used on this project will be 158,760, stretched out in front of each other, end-to-end. That's over 21 miles. 21 miles? That's pretty much from Bristol to Western Supermare. Now, in case you were wondering, you're definitely listening to How to Build a Music Venue with me, Harriet Robinson. And it might sound like we're going a little off-piste here. Admittedly, this isn't the way we'd ordinarily open our podcast series, but that's because this is no ordinary episode. To kick off 2020 in style, we're going statastic, hitting you up with some mind-blowing facts and figures, the kinds of things that have really impressed the teams working on the project. At the top, you heard that the amount of concrete being poured into the foundations alone would fill 1,280 baths. More than 1.4 million artists have performed on the main stage, and the volume of the main hall is bigger than six and a half Olympic-sized swimming pools. This is the podcast that's all about the biggest capital arts project ever seen in the southwest of the UK. And to go with that superlative title, there's some remarkable digits. Quick drink, anyone? Glasses of wine sold annually, 38,776. So that was 38,776 glasses of wine. I'm not going to read out all the other stats because there's way too many numbers for me. But that's a lot of booze we were talking about. Um, Who am I with? Daniel Wood, house manager, Colston Hall, Bristol. I'm responsible for all the shows, all the events that we uh, take place at the Colston Hall. This is from customer service, safety, comfort, liaising with the artists, liaising with contractors, making the whole show smooth and enjoyable for everybody that comes that's quite a big job what's been your favorite show at colson hall through the years we had tony bennett and he did one particular number which i was told in advance you must go in and watch this bit and he sung on the colson hall stage with no microphone with no music with no piano just just his voice in a auditorium that was absolutely rammed to the gunnels and because the acoustics in the venue are so fantastic you could hear a pin drop and he was senior years when he did this it was definitely one of the most memorable occasions i've witnessed at the colson hall and that's kind of what it's all about really creating some beautiful memories through the power of music the director of communications here at bristol music trust is sarah robertson and she knows just how effective the team is when it comes to reaching audiences far and wide 340,000 people a year will visit the hall when it reopens. That's 340,000 people are going to come through Colston Hall when it opens. That's a lot, Sarah. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? Um, the, the redevelopment is giving us an extra venue, which means that we're going to be able to have more concerts um, across the building. In fact, we might be able to have three or four running at a time at busy periods, which is amazing. It's quite exciting here. We're in Colston Hall at the moment. They're just testing, because I think a lot of people don't realise that 
the hall is still kind of open, so you still have events happening in the foyer and other areas, so we've just kind of nipped into Beard to get a bit of uh, quiet time. But there's stuff happening all the time, isn't there? Yeah, we've got uh, events happening in the foyer all the time. We've got an immersive dance piece happening right at the moment, but we're also working in 35 different venues across the city. It's a great way for us to explore and give back to different parts of the city course and 340,000 people if you think that many are going to come through the doors next year what's the kind of overriding experience that you'd like them to take away with them well one of the things that we're really exploring with our new brand is this idea of unity and joy through live music it's that moment to express yourself and feel alive and free in a room full of people all feeling the music and enjoying the music and I think that's one of the things that we're going to really be able to bring to Bristol that special place where people can feel like they belong and to come and experience the amazing power of live music I think I've got the best marketing job in Bristol I've always said that and at the moment I think even more we're doing things that are going to have a huge impact on the city its music scene and its people it's so exciting to be part of that and I'm grateful every day that I work here Now, we've managed to find possibly the quietest place in Colston Hall. I didn't even know this existed, but if you go to a kitchen and switch off the fridge, it's very quiet. Who have I found? Nick Craney, General Manager, Colston Hall. Hello, Nick. Uh, Thanks for joining me in the kitchen. Now, um, I just want to talk, we're going to talk stats in a second, but tell me how your jobs changed because of the transformation. Oh, it was a a massive relief, quite honestly, when the place closed originally because uh, there was always something going wrong in the old Colston Hall. And then when we uh, started organising the removal of the seats and the organ, we realised the magnitude of the project and how now we're actually part of something very big indeed. We started demolition and that involved making sure the foyer was soundproofed and fireproof from the old building and actually completely separated. Then the meeting started. Oh. (laughs) Decisions needed to be made about what essentials the trust need in the venue where we need PowerPoints, how the IT systems work, how the new building will interface with the foyer, how we're going to evacuate the building, how much power we will need, and so on and so on and so on. But we're really sure also that the operations of the builders are not going to interfere with the foyer events that Sarah talked about. All that coupled with looking after the foyer and our Southmead premises and working in a very small team of technicians across the city certainly fills my days. Sounds like it, yeah. Very busy. And, and what's the next pivotal moment on site? We've just started taking the roof off Colston Hall. And if you go to the top of Trenchard Street car park, you'll see that. Just as the rain comes. Yeah. And <laughs> um, we have made sure it's waterproofed inside, though. We will soon have a big crane at the front. And this crane will reach 100 metres into the sky um, when it's at its full, fullest extent, which is huge. 21 double-decker buses. 21 double-decker buses. I'm glad you brought a stat into that. I was looking forward to that. Had to do that. Had to bring stats in. That's the rules. Yeah, Okay. So that's a good one. Tell me another one, another good stat. How about the number of light bulbs we used to replace a year was 800. When we uh, reopen, it'll be none. Wow. Is that because you're replacing them all with LED lighting? All All the new light bulbs in the hall will be LED We're making sure, as part of our sustainability and wanting to be carbon neutral by 2030, we're trying to reduce our our carbon footprint by as much as physically possible. And one way of doing that is by using low-powered LED light bulbs, which uh, last an awful lot longer. That's awesome. And the most expensive item in the transformation, what do you reckon that is? It's still going to be the organ. Uh, which is actually just it's going to cost us about a million pounds just to get that back to life and we're working on that and we you know we're, we're raising money towards that at the moment and it's very exciting we will actually get that beautiful beautiful instrument back into its place 
I'm Harriet Robinson and you're listening to How to Build a Music Venue for Bristol's Colston Hall. You can join in the conversation on Twitter anytime using the hashtag TransformTheHall. We'd love to hear from you, of course. And for more information about the project, head to colstonhall.org slash transformthehall. This is our Stat Attack episode. I don't know what's astonished most during the recording of this podcast. How many pints of beer were consumed in the last year the venue was open? 136,664. Where the farthest booking came from? Believe it or not, from South Korea. Wow. Or even what the heaviest item on site is? The stage. It's especially designed for the building and will give the venue world-class status. And let's not forget, this transformation isn't just about improving the physical site. The Trust has an enormous responsibility when it comes to music education in our local communities. 21,449 hours of music tuition in schools every year. So, just to repeat, 21,449 hours of music tuition every year. That's amazing, Phil. Tell us quickly, I know some of us have heard from you before, tell us what you do here. I'm the Director of Creative Learning and Engagement at Bristol Music Trust. That's a lot of hours. It is, and we've got a great team of teachers that go out into schools every week and deliver all kinds of music lessons like peripatetic, one-to-one, small group, whole class recorder, uh, DJing, music production, everything you can think of. So is that number going to grow next year, or are we going to keep up the same amount? It's going to grow. If it was up to Even me, more? Yes, if it was up to me, it'd be compulsory for every child. So yeah, it's got to grow. And how exciting is it here at Colson Hall at the moment? Every time I come, there's something new here, something different. How does it feel working on this project? Amazing, yeah. Brick by brick, seeing it going up, and us changing the world note by note as well. 1,283 donors so far. So that was 1,283 donors so far in the campaign. Izzy, you're working in development, right? Yes, yeah, I am. A massive thank you to everyone that supported. It's been amazing so far. We're so grateful for all the support. Those donations are from a variety of places, organisations, trusts and foundations, and individuals as well, and we're just really grateful for all the support. You haven't been here that long, have you? So have you seen this place open? Yeah, so um, I actually studied in Bristol. So I used to come to the venue all the time. I used to love coming to the gigs here. And it's really great now being able to support the venue and the organisation and it's amazing transformation. How's it been working here with things closed, drills happening, no audience coming in and out? Has it felt weird? Yeah, obviously I started when the venue was already closed, but it still feels like there's a lot going on. You can still sort of sense that feeling a change in the venue which is it's really interesting there's always different things going on sound systems being tested out and you can really feel that something's happening so as we said the foyer is still open at colston hall so there's stuff going on at the moment and the sound and tech guys are here checking everything's all right for this evening i've managed to corner somebody else (laughs) who am i with i'm fraser fraser riches i'm the technical technical services manager here Cool. So you're still kind of, even though Colson Hall's closed, you've still got quite a job to do, right? Uh, yeah, really busy job, actually. So we're still uh, looking after all the events and shows which happen in the foyer, as well as all the external Colson Hall Presents shows which are happening in and around Bristol. So obviously everything's changing here. You're getting new lights in the main room, for example. 
How does that affect your job? Are things changing for you? Yeah, so a big part of my job is obviously looking after the shows which are currently happening and all the events and commercial stuff. But a good portion of my time now is also looking ahead to a couple of years' time and all the procurement of technical equipment for that. So we're arranging lots of demonstrations of equipment and going to meet suppliers and manufacturers. And uh, yeah, we're really sort of getting getting stuck into that now. Geeky stuff. It's very nerdy stuff, yeah. (laughs) Now, this is a stats episode. What do you reckon is one of the loudest or the loudest gig to happen here? I know there's a few anecdotes going around about what, what it could be. Yeah, well, so well, Motorhead are a loud band, and we've had them here a few times, and yep, they're a very loud band. Personally, I think the loudest gig we've had here was Mogwai, uh, which was, I think they were part of Simple Things a couple of years ago. They were, yeah, they were shaking the foundations in, in the foyer really? next door. So, yeah, it was, a, it was a loud gig. And what are you looking forward to next year then? The acoustics are going to be very different. There's going to be acoustic dampening in the space. So for rock and pop shows, we'll be able to bring in all the acoustic dampening and reduce the reverberation time down, which is great when you're bringing amplified PAs in. But for classical shows where you want a nice, lively room, we'll be able to open up all the acoustic dampening and it will sound more sweet, basically. <laughs> I love these facts. As Fraser said, the two loudest concerts ever to take place at the venue were Motorhead and Mogwai, as one may expect, but also, apparently, an organ recital using the Harrison & Harrison organ came a close third. Organists. Who'd have thought, eh? Now, another great fact, the predicted economic impact of this project. Well, it's estimated that the transformed hall will generate £20.6 million per year, with £12.7 million of that contributing directly to the Bristol economy. Most loyal customers? We've got two customers that have visited us 213 times each over five years. So the number of artefacts returning to the building uh, is 19 which might not sound like much, but that includes some very large items such as the panelling from Hall 1. But we'll find out more in a future episode. I'm Harriet Robinson. Thank you for listening. Now remember, if you miss my voice, and I'm sure you do, you can always listen back to other podcasts in this series. Just head to colstonhall.org slash transform the hall. And to find out more about the transformation and all of the amazing events taking place at the venue and beyond, head to the same site. Bye for now. 38,776 340,000 people a year 158,760 5,372 pipes 1.4 million performers Metres of scaffold 1,600